The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media. Uh, that's a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. For the hottest issues to trends, we're joined by Yerika in the studio for our social media minute. Good morning, Yerika. Good morning. The city that never sleeps. That's apparently us now. Oh, haven't <laughs> always been that? <laughs> I don't know, because I feel like New York got the reputation before us, but I think we can certainly outdo New yeah. York. Yep. For sure. I mean, yeah, seriously. Everything is open around the clock. Uh, yeah, it's so convenient. One of the things that I find uh, highly inconvenient every time I travel abroad is, uh, well, one of the things, depending on the city, obviously, but uh, is how early everything closes you know <laughs> yeah it's stressful because let's let's imagine a situation where you're just suffering from jet lag yeah you, you need food that's right at, i don't know it's definitely one of them 9 p.m and it's just, so many restaurants yeah. open 24 hours a day. i remember even room service uh-huh. was cut short in certain cities i was like hmm. <laughs> starve lena star what's the whole point of room service i know okay. right we could do this for hours <laughs> all right jumping to our first story today which i promise you is related yeah. soul is ready to introduce self-driving night buses. Yes, you heard that correctly. So these are public buses running across the city of Seoul at night and uh, they are self-driving. And these self-driving public buses may start operating in Seoul within this month if everything goes well. Um, according to plan. So officials from the Seoul City Government and the Seoul Metropolitan Council have confirmed that Seoul City is ready to launch a pilot program that involves self-driving buses running from Mapugu District in the western part of Seoul to Dongdaemungu District in the eastern part of Seoul. And uh, this cross-city journey uh, is around 9.7 kilometers or 6 miles long. Now, during the pilot project, the buses are going to operate for five hours starting at midnight. Okay, so these buses are only going to operate at night during this pilot period. Yes, that's right. But once the city government completes the pilot run and makes the necessary technical adjustments, uh, the rides could be offered to the general public as early as October of next year. Really? We're going to just be the city that never ever sleeps yeah. okay <laughs> when is a pilot schedule to begin you know exactly when remains unknown however uh the city government officials said that they have already submitted documents to the mm-hmm. ministry of land infrastructure and transport last month uh the the documents mm-hmm. detail the bus route they wish to use during this pilot run now these types of documents are generally reviewed with Within 90 days, uh, and Seoul City says they are hoping to partner up with an autonomous vehicle business from the private sector very soon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's between now and 90 days. So if everything goes, you know, really quickly, progresses, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could be seeing these uh, self-driving autonomous buses sometime later this month. Oh, that's so exciting and freaky at the same time. Thoughts, listeners? (laughs) Self-driving public buses. I mean, in the wee hours of the night, maybe there are less cars and less less disruption. But it's also dark, so I'm hoping it's it's all solid when it comes to... It's all new. That's why you you said, oh, it's a little bit scary sounding. A little bit. I think introduction of technology has never been just welcomed with warm embrace. So wait for it. Uh, How many buses will be used for this pilot? Um, Three 
three buses for now are going to be used in this uh, pilot program. Now, once these autonomous buses are officially open mm-hmm. to the public, they're going to run between Mapo and Dongdaemun for two years. So this is a long pilot program. Mm. Now, Seoul City said it would eventually expand the bus route to add 3.5 kilometers to the northeast end, which will allow passengers to travel as far as Cheongyangni. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so only when plans to expand if all goes well. Now, Seoul City currently runs late night buses yes. and it stopped the L bus across 14 different routes. So mm-hmm. why add more and why go autonomous? Yeah, why add more? Because there is a need. Uh, according to government officials, there have been many complaints uh, about the intervals of these nighttime buses, owl buses, mm-hmm. you mentioned. Uh, the, the intervals are about 40 minutes oh. long, right? So if you miss that bus, you have to wait 40 minutes That's for the next an one. hour. That feels yes, like an hour. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the city hopes these autonomous buses will shorten the time gap mm-hmm. and help people get home safely in the nighttime hours. Uh, Seoul City says it also uh, is seeking a approval to operate autonomous buses around the National Assembly mm. in Yeoido and also Cheongwadae and Gyeongbokgung Palace in Jongnogu District for tourism purposes as well. So mm-hmm. if this is approved, mm. uh, tourists are going to be able to take these autonomous bus rides mm. around the National Assembly building and the the 3.8 kilometer sort of route around Jongnogu District. And these illuminated monuments look fantastic. Yeah. And why not add a little bonus, a Seoul City Edge. It's <laughs> autonomous. Yes. And this is only this is only the beginning because the Seoul City government is also discussing self-driving road cleaning ah. trucks in downtown Seoul as early as October next year. It's funny because our question of the day is, are, is artificial intelligence creating more jobs for us or taking away jobs? It could be Ooh. disputed, obviously. It's going to be an interesting conversation there. I was going to say. <laughs> but when it comes to certain jobs that nobody wants, let's be right. honest, these are tough hours. It's also dangerous for humans mm. to drive so late at night. It might be better yes. for robots and AIs to intervene. Right. All right, let's move on to our <laughs> second buzzword of the day. Yerika, I remember hearing years ago, it was University of Liverpool that offered mm-hmm. a sole master's degree on studying the Beatles. And yep. I thought, oh, for any Beatles fan, that's so <laughs> exciting. Yeah. A closer look, it makes sense because of the influence they had in pop culture yep. in general. Now, step aside, the Beatles. Harvard is introducing a Taylor Swift course. Yeah. Yes, uh, and the course is uh, called Taylor Swift and Her World. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the prestigious... Ivy League University uh, is offering an English course on the superstar singer-songwriter in the spring 2024 term. If you just look at the headline, I get it. Chuckles, what is the point? It's really easy to poke fun. Uh, but maybe it's the prestigious university. Maybe it's the fact that she wields massive influence yeah. economically. And we can't deny that. So It's like Harvard and yeah. Taylor Swift, two worlds colliding. It's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the perfect peeping bubble yep. pop culture like in your face. Right. It's be- you know, the thing is, they've offered, you know, courses on, well, short courses on Kim Kardashian yep. and things like that. So it's not a first. But the big question is, what will be taught in Harvard's Taylor Swift class? Um, I don't have too much detail, but uh, the course <laughs> description uh, states... 
Quote, today, she is the most recognizable artist in North America, if not the world. Her songwriting takes in half a dozen genres and her economic impact changes cities. Now, students are going to learn how to study fan culture, for one, celebrity culture, adolescence, adulthood and appropriation. And uh, they're also going to learn how to think about white texts, southern texts, transatlantic texts, and queer subtexts. So there's a whole lot involved here. Uh, Students will also learn about uh, Taylor Swift's predecessors in music, like Dolly Parton, and, um, you know, read literary works uh, important to her. Sometimes we forget Taylor Swift started out with a pink guitar. That's right. Yeah. Isn't um, that why there's the comparison is being made to Dolly Parton, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, I started out at a, at a different uh, uh, radio station yeah. back in 2008 when it first launched. And, uh, you know, Taylor Swift, she was this, this young singer. Country star. Country star. Yeah. You know, and she was really cute and she could definitely <laughs> sing. She had a lot of talent for sure. But who knew she would grow to be this big? You know? Nobody. I Nobody. don't think even Taylor knew. Yeah. All right. So Taylor Swift is in the middle of her international heiress tour still? Yes. It's still going? Yeah, it's still All going. Right. Now with the release of her re-recorded 1989 album, which is awesome, the tour movie in October, she yep. achieved billionaire status. There's a reason why you should study her. Yeah. She has a class at one of the world's top higher education institutions dedicated an entire course That's to right. her world. You know, Harvard is not the first college to offer a course in all things Taylor Swift. That right? uh, Boston's Berklee College of Music currently has a class that covers Taylor Swift's songwriting techniques, mm. uh, which uh, you know aims to help aspiring artists to write their own material. Why not? It sounds helpful and it sounds yeah. fun for once. <laughs> On to our final buzzword of the day. Time Magazine has revealed their top 100 photos of 2023. And guess who made the cut? Pandas. <laughs> Why not? We talked about, we talked a lot about pandas this year. We did. We did. Um, so <laughs> Ibao, who is most famous for being Fubao's mom, uh, made headlines back in July, if you remember, after she gave birth to twin sisters, Ribao and Huibao, and uh, this really heartwarming <laughs> moment has earned her a spot among Time Magazine's top 100 photos of the year. Mm. So Everland proudly announced that uh, the giant panda family photo was the only representation from Korea mm. in Time's prestigious selection for the year 2023, which we are almost you know, Near at the end of. You're yeah. Right. Every year, this prominent U.S. current affairs weekly curates a collection of 100 photos yep. that resonates with people around the world for that year. Resonates with people around the world being pretty descriptive. Tell yep. us about the photo that was selected for this list. So this uh, snapshot was captured in the early hours of July 7th. Uh, just after Ibao welcomed the arrival of the twins, uh, the image not only gained attention here in Korea, but also garnered widespread recognition in major international media outlets. Mm. Uh, an official from Everland said that the photo appears to have conveyed the message of hope, emotion, and captured the essence of life's mystery for people around the world. It's just the panda species. Yeah, because there's this giant mommy panda and these two teeny tiny pink... What doesn't look like pandas yet. Yeah, not at at all. (laughs) It's so cute. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> it's funny because like two weeks later, they have like fur and everything. That's right. And the, the, the signature dark patches around their eyes. Again, and I said the same thing the last time we talked about it. Yeah. Why do they look like that? I know. How do you survive in the wild? They don't, which is why we rescued them. Yeah. All right, Erica, I think we have to wrap things up. Sure. But we appreciate it. Of course, as always, uh, thank you. And I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.